Hello, friends, and welcome to My Miniature Obsession Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Karf. This podcast is about all things miniature. We will explore the world of minis and all its raw talent, dedication, patience, and the new energy of this art form. Hear from miniature hobbyists and professionals from all over the world. We will gain a deeper insight into the creative processes that drive them. We will also explore what their biggest struggles are, their most devastating failures, and the most uplifting successes. I hope to encourage and inspire you in your miniature hobby, because even the ordinary become extraordinary in miniature. Hello friends, it's me Rachel and I'm back for another episode of my Miniature Obsession podcast. First of all, thank you for being here. I appreciate it. I hope that you were well and that you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. We actually had our first Thanksgiving in our house. Uh, Usually we go north to our hometown, but this year just to change things up, we decided to cook here in our house. It was really actually nice to be home, not to have to travel. And I think my family enjoyed a break from cooking for one year. So it was nice. And also new this week, we got a new puppy. I'm not sure what I was thinking. I forgot how much work a puppy is. It's like having a baby. I have to get up, you know, every couple hours and let her outside. But it's been fun and... The kids are really enjoying her. So when I'm not potty training Brielle, and for the record, I did not name the dog. That would have not been my first choice for a name and maybe not even my second. But it's the only name that my kids would agree on. So my kids are like cat and dog. They don't agree on anything. So when they agreed on this name, it was... Okay, Brielle is her name. So when I'm not potty training or pulling shoes or my socks out of her teeny mouth, I have been busy creating my third subscription box, which ships on the 5th of December. So that means I can finally share with you what I have been creating on about the 10th of December or so. That gives me enough time for the subscribers to get their packages in the mail, and it's then I won't ruin the surprise of what they're receiving. It's really important to me because if I was a subscriber, I would definitely want it to be a surprise. And I found that this is probably the hardest thing of creating these subscription boxes because I want to share with you everything I'm making and I can't. So I have to save it until the end. And also, if you are a subscriber, I just want to thank you again. I appreciate you so much. And also remember with each box, there is a little, no pun intended there, but there is a little surprise inside one of the boxes. And if you have that little surprise, then I send you a little something extra in your next box. So this is something I do for fun because, well, I can. And I don't know, just fun to me. And I I have fun figuring out what I'm going to put in this box. So the last one was there was a tray of mummy dogs it was you know for halloween a halloween treat and they were little mummy dogs or pigs in a blanket but if you had four mummy dogs you won a prize 
So you'll have to watch to see if you have the winning one in this box. I will announce that on social media and on my website. So if you are a subscriber, make sure to watch for that announcement and see if you're the lucky winner. And good luck. So other than my subscription box, I have been busy inside the mini district. If you haven't heard or joined in on the fun yet, then you'll have to check this out. It's an online platform for miniaturists to gather, to learn, to connect, to get inspired, to stay inspired. It's so much fun. So we have a cafe, which is a forum, a marketplace directory, a warehouse full of freebies and downloads. And exciting, we will be starting classes soon. So there's so much fun. You can check it out at theminidistrict.com. A couple other things that are happening right now inside of the district is starting on um, the 28th of November, you can start to vote for your favorite miniature holiday creation photo. So what that is is the citizens of the district, and you you could have uploaded photos to anyone can. Um, you upload a photo of your favorite miniature holiday creation, and then we get to now start voting for our favorites, and then the winner wins some pretty cool prizes. So it's really fun. If you want to start voting, you could um, head on over to the cafe inside the minidistrict.com. Also fun happening, there is a holiday marketplace um, happening right now. And this is, it's a miniature directory that makes searching for certain miniatures, whether it's a style or an era, so much easy because there's very detailed tags for each of the the retailers inside there. So that's also inside the minidistrict.com, and you would just click on Marketplace. So I can't wait to see you inside the district, and if you haven't already, please um, like us on social media. Our handle is the Mini District. Okay, so I think that's enough about me and what's happening in my life. Um, let's get into today's episode. So I chatted with Cecilia, and I actually saw a post that Cecilia posted in the cafe or the forum inside of the mini district of a room box that she created for her daughter. And as you may know, I'm sentimental and I love miniatures that tell a story. And let me just tell you, this miniature that she created for her daughter tells amazing story. It's actually a room box of her daughter's life, her life from birth to marriage how amazing i just find it so fascinating i would have loved a gift like that if anyone's listening out there friends family hint hint (laughs) but i think it's such a personal gift and from the heart and i just love cecilia's story she actually inspired me so much that i'm going to do one for my daughter so and i i just hope you enjoy this conversation i had with her today As always, please um, subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss out on future episodes. And I would love a review. Reviews just help other miniaturists find this podcast and to hear these stories. And so I'd really appreciate that. And if you are on social media, please reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you and what you think of these podcasts. Or maybe you would love to share your story. My handle is at Mike Drop Miniatures, and I can't wait to hear from you. 
All right, enjoy. Hello, Cecilia, how are you today? I'm fine, thanks. Good, thank you for joining me. So I met you first on Instagram, Mm -hmm. and then you had posted this story inside the mini district, and I think it was the introduction of the mini cafe, the forum. And you posted this story kind of just introducing yourself and a project that you had worked on. And I had to reach out and just have you on the podcast because I wanted to hear your story about your creation. So thank okay. you for joining me. Before we get into that creation, though, I just want to hear a little bit about your backstory. Can you tell us oh, sure. how you got started in miniatures? I actually didn't discover miniatures until the 80s. You know, I was a young mom. And I don't know how I miss, I mean, I knew as a child about dollhouses, but I didn't play with them. And I didn't really play with dolls much even. So I really wasn't, and I wasn't aware that this was this whole industry of, of miniatures. And I wandered into, in the next town, and I live in a kind of rural area. So I wandered into this little shop in the next town uh, in Sandwich, Illinois. And uh, it was a miniature shop. And which struck me as odd for such a tiny little town at the time. And it turns out, and I was just stunned, just stunned. My mouth just fell open. And I was just in love with everything I saw. And I was so overwhelmed. What I actually wound up buying that day was several issues of the Nutshell News, and uh, which I love that magazine. But uh, so I talked to the lady and they had a miniature club nearby. It's like, I gotta get, I gotta find out more about this. So, and it turned out, I think she was actually president of name for a while. Her name was Barb, but later on she moved to Pennsylvania. I wish I had stayed in touch with her, but, and then it turned out uh, so I met with, and I, I had went to a couple of the uh, the group, the club meetings and so on and started making some things. And uh, I it also turned out there was a, a lady who wrote for the Nutshell News. Her name was Diane. She had a column named Dear Diane. And it turned out that she lived a couple of miles from me now. What are the odds? Yeah. It's a really great little, you know, column with, you know, tips and tricks and how do you do this? And here's a, you know, a cheaper way to do that. And so that was fun. So, and then I discovered miniature books and I'm a book collector anyway. And on that journey, I came, uh, came across and met uh, Barbara Rahab, who is, uh, you know, I mean, if you can look up any of her books on eBay, she originally sold them in, in sets of maybe 50, 300, something like that. Every once in a while, she would do a one-off. It was completely unique. Um, and so my husband started ordering miniature books from her every Christmas for me. And uh, we talked to her and over the years got to know her. She was just a fascinating lady, fascinating. Her world travels and how she you know, did her books. And as a matter of fact, just um, th- this is a, a side story, but I think people would enjoy it. Um, some years later, uh, many years later, Barbara, um, got macular degeneration and she had to retire and she couldn't make many books anymore. And these are, these are fully readable, high-end, you know, gilt edge. Some of them had jewels. They were just beautiful. So she let us know that she was going to be retiring and so on. And so my, my husband and I decided we wanted to do something for her, you know? And so he made a music box for her, um, very much like one he had made me when I graduated from college, but he made this um, music box and we sent it to her and, and with a plaque on it, you know, in larger prints so she could read it that said, you know, with thanks for many warm Christmas mornings, because mm-hmm. I always read your books on Christmas mornings. And uh, 
she called us about a week or two later and said, you know what you don't know. She said, I, I, I delayed calling you because I knew this was going to make me cry. But she said, I delayed calling because, um, you know, what you don't know is that I've always collected music boxes. Aww. That was just that that was just a, such a sweet thing. But was. I, I digress. I um, so I have a whole collection of Barbara Rahab books. And uh, when I get the chance, I, I get another one. But uh, she was just wonderful. So, so many of the people I met at that time, um, you know, we're going back 30 years here, 30 plus. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know where half of them are anymore, but uh, they were just such wonderful sharing people, you know, and they wanted to share how they did things. And, and uh, so then I went to a, a miniature show, one in Chicago, and I've been to several, the one that's in uh, Schaumburg. Mm-hmm. So um, I haven't been there since I was getting the last couple of pieces for my daughter's room box, or memory, memory box. But, uh, and of course, last year they didn't have it. So I'm looking forward to going to that again some, at some point. Yeah, hopefully April. Yeah, yeah. Is it going to, if it happens? Yeah. Uh, but then, uh, um, so really in that time, as I got into miniatures, I really, you know, I never sold miniatures ex- with one exception. I did sell, there was a little miniature shop in Neighborville, Illinois. And I, at one point, oh, is it called the peach tree? I remember now. And uh, I made them, uh, I paint in miniature is one of the things I do because I was a painter before I ever got into miniatures. Okay. And also web designer and some other things. So I painted scenes on little, you know, like six, seven, eight millimeter beads. And one of them was like a um, courier knives type look to it, you know, for the picture on the bead. So I got into painting in miniature and I did sell some ornaments in that shop. But other than that, I, um, I really um, would make miniatures mainly for other people, you know, uh, somebody had a baby and, you know, sometime later there were certain things that that baby had or liked or whatever. Um, my first little room box was actually for my cousin for her, uh, her wedding memorabilia. And uh, so that's kind of how it went. I would make little things that I, I, I have very few that I've made myself. Actually, I have an artist studio, but uh, that I spent a summer making. And uh, so I love how you make them so personal to, you know, that person. I I like what a great gift to give someone. Oh, yes. And and that's one of the great joys of it for me. There's a couple of things about miniatures that I that I just love. One is you have a a totally different way of looking at things. You know, you're looking at little things, the the cap off a little bottle, you know, you know, you know, oh, that could be this or you know, uh, a shred of that becomes something else. And you start seeing things in miniature. And it's just mm-hmm. a way to look at the world. It is. The part that I love about it is, um, but it's a, it's a touch point or, for memories. And that's where I found the most uh, gratification. You know, I really just love doing that and, and making something for somebody that means something to them. Mm-hmm, that's so let's talk about let's dive into this room box that you made okay. for your daughter and I'll put pictures of it on my blog and my social media just so people can get a visual but so it's um it's a rectangular box and we'll get into I want to know where you found that box but it's filled with things from your daughter's life from baby to college graduation to her wedding mm-hmm. and so let's dive into the box it's two levels it doesn't look very deep 
did you make this box? Did you find this box? And what I love about the box is it looks like it has a door. So, you know, dust and miniatures sometimes can be a problem. Yeah, yeah. So, so, um, yeah. It is actually a modified box. I bought the box. It's like a, it's like it was an unfinished box, a uh, wood box with a uh, magnetic lid. It would close using, um, still does. And uh, it was like 11 by 14, but the, the lid of it was, there was no window or anything. And so I got my husband involved and he made a new lid for it basically is what it is. Okay. And so we really just had to make a new lid with the glass there and uh, hook that up and uh, that was the box. But it did take quite a while to find the right box. Mm -hmm. I was going to make like a book box, but soon discovered that was not gonna be big enough by any stretch of the imagination. And um, so, and I knew from, time and I had promised my daughter for when she was in grade school when I was making miniatures I'm going to make one I'm going to make one for you but all your favorite things and so she kind of knew it was coming I, that was going to yeah, be like my she, next question when yeah she, she didn't have any idea of the scope though and it was some years later before I in fact she was married several years but I was like I gotta get this done I had planned for it to get done when when she, by the time she you know graduated from college and here it is several years later I'm like I haven't finished and started putting this together so then I like really um, made it kind of a, you know, when I wasn't working, it, uh, that's what I was doing for almost a year, I think. I, I'm guessing, somebody asked me once how many hours of work that box was. And I would say probably about a thousand hours. Uh, you made most of the things in it? I did, except well, if it's metal or glass, I didn't make it. And uh, there are some other things that were beyond my skills. Um, Luna Davis, who is a miniaturist in England, um, made the, the replica of uh, my daughter's wedding gown. And it is an exact replica. It's beautiful. She did a great job. And uh, there's a few other things that you notice up in the right corner. So the top section of the box, I should mention, just as background, the top section is from infancy through grade school. And it's it kind of, think of it like, like the attic, you know? except I did want to make it a dusty, dirty attic. I wanted to, it has, it has shiplap kind of wallpaper, you know, on the back so I knew she liked that. And now the bottom of the box on the left side is uh, a little bit of grade school, but mostly high school. And then next to that, the whole rest of it is, you know, the wedding dress, the wedding planning. Uh, and also in the far right corner, there's getting ready to teach because I, she, she, she's a second grade teacher. So there was a, you know, a box for her uh, things from college with the college name on it. And then there's even, you know, there's a calendar on the wall with, uh, she loved castle calendar. So it's a castle calendar with the date of her wedding circled, you know, and she's getting ready for the wedding. So that's kind of how the, the flow of it goes in terms of the memories. Right through life. So will you add on to it? Like put an addition on someday? <laughs> no, I don't know. I might. I can have I have three children now. I might have to do them for oh, that. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I just think like, it's like your life in a box. How amazing. Do yeah. so you have like and little photos throughout her life? Can you yes. talk? Um, I miniaturize <laughs> photos that backed on, uh, on the, there's several places on the bookshelf and, you know, the, the shelves and also on the table. Uh, her favorite picture of her brother, his favorite picture of her. Um, in the bookshelf through high school, there's pictures of her and her friends, and I made all the little frames and uh, made them such that they could actually um, come out, you know, slide out. And so cool. um, there are, you know, she was uh, uh, 
pianist still is and so there's her music on there and she knows the one and one of them is canon in d well that was the story behind that and and is that she she learned to play that song for me as a birthday gift when she was like eight years old and that was a challenge for an eight-year-old so yeah. she uh there's her music is there her favorite books um some of those i made some were kits like a, a little things of interest I think her name is Terry. I'm not sure. She made it. There's like the top shelf. There's a Chronicles of Narnia set. So I got the kit for her for that. Um, and, uh, you know, there's, there is a, there is a reason for every single thing that box. If you picked anything out, I could tell you the story behind it. That's so cool. How did you baby to me? That one, one would be hard. How did you come up with stories for baby? Or infant? I'm sorry. I missed that. For, for infants, like, that stage of her life how did you mm -hmm. find things to put in there for infant because it looks like you have quite a lot for infant yeah well there's there's a few things and actually uh i didn't have to look very far they're still in the attic <laughs> okay <laughs> wow so was it hard like okay so she had a favorite say toy when say a dollhouse to find that exact replica was that like a hard to like search and find that exact thing it, it was there were some things that i started collecting even like in the um 80s early 90s things like that when i would go to a show or a, a shop or something and i thought oh that's perfect especially you know like there's the ice skates in there well, i wasn't going to make metal ice skates you know so yeah. so i i kind of had a list but i also it's my daughter so i know you know her her uh her favorite things inside and out so whenever i went somewhere it was obvious to me what, you know, what would be um, good to pick up. And I knew I wasn't going to be making this for some years yet, but I wanted to start collecting when she was young, you know, and um, so um, yeah, some you things like there's a, there's a, you see a little stuffed beet bumblebee in the upper right corner on the shelf. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then next to it is a picture of her in her crib holding that bumblebee. Aww. I bumblebee that actually was uh, an Etsy shop and I looked it up yesterday because I wanted to remember her name so I could say it. Um, uh, P.S. Felting and I don't know that she'd ever done felting with miniatures before but I had a chat with her and said you know can you make this as a custom piece. I had tried it and it was a completely epic fail. I could not make that bumblebee. So I so I where I couldn't make things I, I um contracted out with other people to to make them for me so and do you find that you know 30 years ago you talked about how the miniature community was so welcoming mm -hmm. do you still find that today with all these custom pieces and such that you had made i think so yeah i um i haven't been out and about in the miniature world course with covid and all that for the last couple of years and i spent a there was a big stretch of time where because i didn't go back to college until my children were in grade school mm -hmm. and i uh, graduated in uh, communication and computer science. So in the years following that, I was spending a lot of time working, uh, e-commerce project manager, software quality assurance, web designer, you name it, mostly web related. And, uh, and so I, I didn't have as much time as I did when I was younger to work on these things. And so I try here, so I, so I was less um, involved in the miniature community at that time. And so then about 2015, 27, you know, in between there, I started, I went to a couple of shows and I started to get back into it. Um, but like I said, I'd lost touch with some of the people I knew originally, but uh, so now I am just getting back into it and I have found people to be pretty welcoming. 
you know, and uh, that's really nice. That's one of the things I love about this hobby, actually. So the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I find it very welcoming. And I, yeah, I love the community. So I love, love, love this room box. And it, you, you inspired me to want to make one for my daughter. I'm oh, sure it's such fun. Yeah, she's eight. Well, she will be eight in two weeks. So that, you know, she's still young where I could start collecting things along the way. So mm-hmm. thank you for inspiring me. I, I was wondering, I wonder if my son would like something like this. I don't know. You know. Well, I had that same thought because uh, you raised a boy and a girl. Um, and, uh, but he said to me, uh, no, mom, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> what I didn't need like the dollhouse stuff. So, um, yeah, he passed a few years ago. And so I am, uh, finding a way he actually always encouraged me to sell my miniatures, make them and sell them. And I never did. And then, um, after he passed as partly as part of grief therapy, frankly, I, I wanted to start doing miniatures again. Mm-hmm. And um, so one of the things I'm making is uh, for launch in a few months is a uh, Christmas stuff. And I've decided my Christmas trees, he was a professional drummer. Every Christmas tree is going to have a little drum on it. Oh, that's cool. So, um, yeah, but, and you know, it's, um, but he, you know, he, he wanted no part of any things. So I said, you know what, I'll just write about your childhood instead of making things. So, well, I'm very sorry for your loss. Thank you. I appreciate that. And maybe your, do you have a name yet for your Etsy shop? Maybe some, his name can be in it or drum or something. I was thinking something, you know, kind of simple and short. Um, throughout my career, people have, you know, I always use my initial CMQ and uh, people have called me in my workplace. They instead of calling me by my name or they're calling me CMQ. And I was thinking about just CMQ minis. Okay. So uh, that may change, but I still haven't kind of locked that down yet. Um, so I can't wait to see what you make. And I'm going to do themed uh, initially, at least it will be Christmas thing. And it may always be Christmas stuff because I just love Christmas so much. And I love Christmas miniatures so much. And I know lots of people make those. It's not going to be exactly, uh, you know, uh, well, actually, I have a couple of very unique things that I haven't seen elsewhere. But the uh, general idea is to do themed Christmas, for instance, uh, Victorian, coastal, farmhouse, mid-century modern, and have, you know, uh, sets of ornaments that, that match those and, or, or full trees or even other things like tree skirts and pillows, and, but in a theme and uh, Candyland theme. I have all kinds of ideas for the themes, but so that's what I've been uh, spending the last, oh, nine or 10 months making. And uh, I want to have a good enough inventory, you know, so I'm not uh, going crazy trying to make things, you know, one at a time as they're ordered kind of thing. So I'm spending a lot of time. And, and that's one of the other things I like about miniatures actually is the different mediums you can work in, you know, uh, paint, wood, polymer clay. Um, and so I'm working with all those. And I, and I like that. So. I can't wait to see them because I you haven't even I haven't seen anything about them you know so I'm really excited to see what they look like oh well I'll let you know as soon as it you you think it'll be available for this Christmas I had that was the original plan unfortunately I had an accident and I am immobile I am walking around in a boot and a knee scooter and uh, so it has really slowed me down in terms of working on my miniatures and I really don't see there's any way I'm going to be able to do it by this Christmas Uh, which is 
really unfortunate, but you know, what are you gonna do? You just move on, right? You just um, try to find the, the positives and move on. And so I'm thinking it will actually be after Christmas, but it'll give you a lot of time to prepare for next Christmas, I guess. Yeah, for sure, well, I can't wait. And one other subject I wanted to talk about when you had mentioned you don't like dollhouses. I just want to um, oh, yeah. touch on that. I know that sounds uh, blasphemous, but uh, oh, no, I, just, um, I just never had any interest in it. And, and part of it is that they're so big mm-hmm. and they take up so much room. Uh, just my supplies for making miniatures take up enough room. Mm-hmm. I just, um, I didn't play with them when I, was, when I was a kid. So I don't have any like sort of sentimental attachment to dollhouses and I know a lot of people do but um, I much prefer making things that are more targeted and more more of a memory you know to to encapsulate a memory a time a person Um, I just feel like it's more special you know so how do you house them like what like the scene oh I've done a number of things from little printer boxes with uh, baby things in them uh, to there was a clock box I made that's what my uh, my art studio is in actually and I want to change that to more of a I want to take them out and create a new scene for them with uh, kind of a what do they call them like a loft apartment in New York City with you know slanted glass window you know those I want that's what I want to put it in but I hadn't gotten around to making that yet um, and I've done uh, uh, you know book boxes and so on so there's a lot of different things, you know, a lot, of, but not a, but not like a standard room box. I like to put things in something a little bit more, a little different, a little more creative. Okay. Yeah. I was just at my friend's house the other day. Um, I also am in a miniature club, a local one, and she showed me her collection. She actually had a, a bag that you put presents in just a one from, you know, any old store, but they cut it. She cut it out and her scene is inside the gift bag. And it was like That's a birthday a party. Idea. That's a good idea. She had some really clever ideas. I want to get some pictures of them and show, because not a lot of people have a lot of room, you know? Mm-hmm. And That's true. so I love the idea of finding, you know, something and making it into it. Just- my husband helps out too, because he, he's into antique, you know, antique radios and antique, if it's mechanical and antique, he likes it. And so, you know, so I get him to look at, uh, you know, uh, empty clock cases and things like that you know oh, that'd be cool yeah I can just see the radio like the front of it looking normal but then you flip it over and it's hollow in the back and yeah like how cool would that be and there's yeah, a little you could put, I've there. been thinking for a long time one thing I'd like to do is a like a workshop you know a clock workshop in a clock you know oh, yeah that'd be fun but uh you know uh nutshell knows and I mentioned that before and I know there's other of course miniature uh, magazines now, but I still, I have years worth of nutshell news and I still will go in there because I have familiar over the years with where this or that is. And so they have a lot of ideas for, for uh, room boxes. So anybody wants to dig around on eBay. It's so funny how things work out, but I just, before I got on this podcast, uh, a lady reached out to me and said, I would love to give you a box of nutshell news or maybe you can give them out to people in your subscription boxes. I just want other people to be able to use these and I want to share them. Mm-hmm. So it's so funny. Nutshell news came up twice now in the um, yeah. in one hour. So, yeah. And you could do, you could even do, you know, I don't know if it would be an issue with the company or not, but probably not, um, you know, make PDFs or something of some of their 
how to's or put them in the mini district, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause there's a ton of those. And I also wanted to ask, speaking of the mini district in the forum, I would love to see some of these creations that you were talking about. Like if you want to share or will be willing to share, I really want to see some of these. Like oh, okay. You mean to, you mean to upload them to the website? Yeah. Just on the forum, just so we can oh, all okay. see your, your beautiful work. And, and I think you have a section for that already room boxes or something. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Oh, I hope people will do that because I love to see what other people are doing too. Um, you know, it's just the, the craftsmanship. I'm, I'm always so impressed with the craftsmanship. I, and, and you know, there have been times, you know, because I've been following a lot of miniaturists on Inst Instagram and um, I'm so impressed with the work these people do and, and how fast they seem to do it. I am not nearly as fast as, and I thought, well, maybe that's just, you know, my impression of it. Maybe it's, they're not really spending 30 hours on one piece or something, you know, and I know that, you know, 3D printing, of course, has come into play since my early days in miniatures. I hope to sort of, you know, get into that at some point, but not right now. I have plenty of other things to do. Um, but sometimes I'm just so inspired by what people are making. And other times I look at it and go, oh my gosh, how, how can I, I'm never going to, never going to get that good at it. You know, it's, it can be both an inspiration and depressing because you're looking at this going, oh my gosh, I'll never figure that out. You are not alone in that. And especially the speed thing. I'm like, how did, I feel like every day she's making a new project and it's complete. Right. <laughs> no, and I'd love to hear, you know, people have thoughts about that and, and, and post them on the mini district too. I think that that website has uh, great possibilities. And you mentioned something about classes too, which I would love personally, because, you know, there's not a miniature club with probably been 50 miles of me at least. Mm -hmm. um, so I hope that we can do that. Maybe there might be an opportunity. Well, there, there will be. Uh, we're just trying to hash out the details of like, should we have it, you know, on Zoom and we do it monthly. So maybe if you have any input and we all meet to do a project or if it's something that you want emailed to you and then you work on it as you can. Like we're just trying to figure out what's the best way for everyone to be part. Yeah. Of and I don't think you're gonna find something for everyone, but if you well, couple yeah, the majority, I guess. But it's a great idea. And speaking of speed, I don't know have any idea how you get done everything you do. You're making your, you have your own shop, you have your own business with miniatures, you're doing podcasts, you're doing blogs, you're doing the mini district, you're doing the subscription box. Honestly, I don't know how you do that. Oh, who needs sleep? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I don't know. I just do it. I've always been a go-getter, so. I just do it. And to be honest, I, I love miniatures so much that it doesn't feel like work and it's just something I love to do. So mm -hmm. I just keep doing it. Do you think your daughter will, will want to get into it with you? I don't know. I'm hoping so. She right now, well, like I mentioned, she's going to be eight. She doesn't really quite have the patience yet. Um, you know, she does help me with my subscription box by like folding boxes and stuffing things in bags for me but yeah she gets like 10 done and then okay mom I'm done now so yeah but you, know you, could, you could put her you can put her to work just looking around at the world because my I did that with my kids and it got to the point where the neighborhood kids would bring me things look what I found Mrs. Q you know, can you use this for or you know whatever it was could have been a could have been an old lego you know or something you know lego piece or it could have been just a, like a piece of wood they 
And I thought that was just really sweet. The neighborhood kids were bringing me things I could make into miniatures, you know? Speaking of the neighborhood kids, I, we have 10 of them on our block and a few of them are like 12, 13 year old girls. And they, they're fascinated when they come down to my craft room. And so I've been meaning to just take time to do a project with them, whether it's outside and we have a community little fairy garden, which I wanted to do in my real community and just haven't had time, but maybe I just do it on this block for the the girls on this block that you know I the, the elementary school in town here um the teachers would ask me every year to come in and talk about miniatures about the point that they were reading the, the littles mm-hmm. the littles and so I would go in and the boys were the boys were typically kind of scoffing at the whole thing dollhouse until I pointed out that there was quite a few men involved in this and you know and uh not just with dollhouse stuff but with making uh scenes for movies in miniature Mm-hmm. Um, so they were they got more interested after that so you know I think kids once they learn what it really is they they do have an interest in it too mm-hmm. so that's one of my goals is to involve them a little more but yeah so it's been such a pleasure talking to you thank you for being an inspiration I you make me want to go out and just find a box now and start collecting things I <laughs> I already had the thought like find the box and like, if something, like, if I think of something, like, I don't know, well, right now she likes those squish mellow pillows or whatever. Uh-huh. So like, just write it down and throw it in the box. So I at least can remember like, yes, I need yeah. to find one of those. Or take, uh, take some pictures of, you know, our favorite books, you know, if you're not mm-hmm. making them now, because I guarantee you 10 years now, you will forget which yes. books they were. Yes. That's what I was just thinking. So I better like at least write it down and have it in the box. So Thank you again for being such an inspiration. I well, I love miniatures me. also that tell a story. So your your story definitely inspired me. So thank you. Thank you. And I'll be watching for those pictures because I really want to see see your creations and your Etsy page up. And yes. Okay. I'll definitely do that. Thank you for the chat. Thank you, Rachel. You're welcome. You have a good day. You too. Bye.